Hello and welcome to Leon and Sai Solve Nothing, a weekly podcast where we take a look at the Awareness Days weeks and months. I'm sorry, Leon is being a tool. Uh, we take a look at the Awareness Days weeks and months across the globe and discuss them with absolutely no expertise at all. At the end, we ultimately will have solved nothing. I'm Sai, one of your hosts, and here is my co-host who is generally being a bit of a dick. I told you I've got energy. Leon McLeod. Yes! Come on! Um, I didn't do a stupid intro for you. You, today. But what you did do, which is such a big uh, podcasting no-no, is you said Leon's been a dick. You hadn't even introduced me yet. They didn't know I was here. They were they were just listening to you, and then you're like, "Cool, Leon's doing a dick. They didn't know I was here. How would Think it be Leon it. and Sai solve nothing without Leon? What if I'm at the pictures? Or well, then I wouldn't record, would I? At the pictures. What if I was oh, at, granddad. What if I was in the gym? <laughs> if you were at the gym, yeah. I'd know because you'd put a fucking selfie <laughs> up on Insta. <laughs> Never miss a Monday. There's so many people. That... Do you know what? Here's a funny story. <laughs> when I was in the gym last night, and uh, I can't remember why I popped this over head, but I was just like, "Never miss a Monday," and I was like, uh, "Try not to miss a Tuesday." And then I was just going for all these little things in my head of like, "Why uh, miss a Wednesday? Why are you in the gym Wednesday?" Okay. Uh, fuck that Thursday and then I was trying to think of like just a fun spin on Friday where it won't rhyme because you know you're in the pub drunk oh okay so like oh another tequila Friday and and so on How I mean I didn't this is just things that were going through my head whilst I was running yeah you haven't, you haven't fleshed that out <laughs> no, no 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 not at all but it was just you just digging me up for the never miss a Monday thing I was like oh could you what could you have for Tuesday that was you... how it started probably quite innocently is what could you have for Tuesday and it was yeah. like try not to miss a Tuesday and then Wednesday I'm just like why are you here Wednesday etc yeah you weren't very happy when I sent you a message once I'm never happy when you message me Simon no that's true yeah um, with your never miss a Monday um, and I was very sarcastic about how can you miss a Monday it comes around every week ha ha <laughs> well I was more unhappy when my mum fat shamed me by going why have you not posted your gym pitch yet at 10 in the morning by the way bear in mind I'm quite a night dweller as a gym attendee yeah you are you're always in there like 1am do you know what the mad thing was though on that Monday I went quite early but still it was just the fact that she's messaging me at 10 o'clock going where's your gym pitch I fucking chill out no good on mum keeping you uh, keeping you honest (laughs) look at your titties boy not that that's how my mum (laughs) speaks at all (laughs) because she is from the SAF 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 yeah how are you this week Uh, sorry Sorry. I can't even cut that out you prick I'm alright mate how are you uh, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. I, I mean, it's awkward because we've only just finished recording another one. No, we haven't. Stop making the illusion. This is the first time we have met in weeks. Oh, it's been oh, ages, hasn't so it? So much has passed. Um, we didn't touch upon... When we, we always talk about sporting stuff, the England women... We, this is we're, we're recording this not long after they didn't win the World Cup. Oh, did you watch it? I did a bit. Well, I was at work because <clears throat> I was placing... With Sam Chelsea. Oh, right. Which was busy. But, yeah, we we kind of started, when we first started, was when the game kicked off. So I saw a bit of it. Didn't think we were playing very well. So then I got on with my job and stopped caring. Yeah, I've, to be honest, I thought that the... Um, I can't remember the name of the, the person who scored the goal for Spain. But I thought she should have been sent off in the second half for two bookables. I... Couldn't comment on that because I can't. Well, I, I think I know her name, but I'm not going to bastardise it by trying to say it. Uh, and I didn't watch enough of it to even know she might have had that one yellow card. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it's a shame. It's really odd because I haven't. I'm not, I can't sit here and pretend like I've followed the uh, 
Women's World Cup with any sort of proper fanny fanship fan fanship <laughs> support support of this. You might want to have a fucking really bad, bad, uh, that was bad yeah. choice of words, wasn't it? But no, I haven't really got behind it and and cared much. But at the same time, I watched. I've watched a lot of the games, or certainly parts of the games, and like. Um, against Nigeria when we went to penalties I probably mm. got into that yeah. I was probably sitting there like oh please win like it was, yeah. it was very odd for something that I don't feel like I'm in any way entwined with but then I was getting quite into it so yeah, yeah. I, I watched it Sunday yeah. and I found myself I'm not even the biggest football fan no you're not but I was just like oh come on I just, I really wanted them to win it would have been do you know what and this is nothing absolutely nothing to do with what we're going to be discussing yeah. anyway but no it was it was um do you know what it's that thing of i look at the fact that i have a little daughter now as well and i'm like you know what they're good role models yeah and it's all positive stuff so i'm like and i watched it with my good, daughters as well good, yeah man that's quite nice yeah that's quite nice and i can't remember when i won the euros actually a couple of, like, i was i despite having no horse in that race i was really like you could feel the emotion yeah of, like they've like we have done something huge it was like oh this is nice but then it was a shame that they come back at the airport and snuck out a back door rather than going and yeah, I wasn't, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I heard about they it. That. Yeah, they, they, which is a bit, it's just odd. They went out like the back door of Heathrow whilst there were loads of people waiting to welcome them back. Mm. That's a bit shit. Don't yeah. know who's made that decision or why, but it was definitely the wrong Strange team. choice. Yeah. The, the England women's team is the only England team that I'll follow because I am, the, the England women's team is the only time I'll remember that I am a little bit English as well. Barely. The rest of the time I am but very you're, Welsh. You're, well, how's that going for you? Exactly. Exactly. Rugby. How's your rugby going for you? Not brilliantly, but no, you know, exactly. what's this? Two of your players there, can't yeah? play the first fucking game. We're not games. there yet. Yeah, sorry. How was, how was Six Nations anyway? for Wales? Huh? Shut up. Six Nations? We're yeah, talking about the World Cup that? that's coming up. Yeah, it's not happened yet. Might go brilliantly. Well, it's not, is it? How many, how many World Cups have Wales won? Uh, 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 <coughs> yeah, none. Yeah, right, yeah. How many finals have you got to? It's <coughs> what I thought. Come at me with your words. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, Leon, what is this week's Awareness Day? International week, week of happiness at work. Well, mate, a jingle. I might cut that. I, I, have, jingle at the start. I can assure you I've nicked that. Off of uh, the Chris Moore show when it used to be on Radio 1. So many years ago. I listened to that on Radio X when I was taking my daughter to the morning. I, I His jingles have not changed. They haven't? They, no, they've just got Radio but X now instead of Radio 1. International Radio 1 anymore. Yeah. So there you go. <clears throat> International Week of Happiness at Work. How... Oh, it's going to be really mean there and be like, do you think the uh, England ladies have had a good week at work? I don't know if no. So. Yeah. Suck. Oh, maybe they have. They did look happy when they got their medals, to be fair. Still. They should be proud. Come on. Yeah, no, they should definitely be proud, yeah. Right. Let's yeah. stop talking about the sports, because this isn't about them. It's not a sports well, podcast. Well, it could be, I suppose, to some extent. But, yeah. you know, yeah. Are you happy at work? <sighs> <laughs> no, do you know what? It's a, it's such a weird thing, my job, because um, I mean, I, I imagine everybody knows that I'm a police officer. Some days, like some days, I feel really. I I do overall enjoy my job. I enjoy it. Like I work with with friends, and I mm. like I feel very lucky for that. I feel lucky that I don't go to work every day just dreading it or thinking like, oh, I can't be bothered. Like I think I spoke. To, I think I mentioned this in maybe our friendship one, or I don't know. But um, I said about how I I work with like my mates and stuff, yeah. and 
and like I, I feel really lucky for that that I get to go to work and sometimes just have a have a bit of a laugh, have a good time with your pals. But then there's other times when I'm just tired and and yeah. And actually, another thing that I mentioned before is how I never felt like nine to five was for me. Mm. So me not doing that has its pros and cons because there's times when I'm getting up really really early for you know a job or something. Yeah. And I'm I'm not in a happy place then. Really not. Did you always want to be old Bill? Oh, great question. Um, weirdly, <clears throat> I think it's always... I feel... I genuinely, I think it's always been a little bit in the back of my head that I might like to do it. Yeah. So, I... I mean, you're lucky, really, because, you know, kids, when they, when they play dress-up, and they yeah. dress up as policemen and everything, <laughs> you can still wear the same uniform from when you were five. I... Oh, <laughs> You fucking arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the irony is that I'm basically still just playing dress up because I ain't got a clue what I'm doing. No, I'm checking. Um, I thought that's what you were going to go with at first, and then you no, yeah. you, you actually thought, no, I'm going to tell you personally. Yeah. Height um, shamed you. <clears throat> my mum's fat shaming me in a week. You're height shaming <laughs> me now. I do I enjoy it. Yeah, basically, yes. The, the long short of it is I do. Have I always meant to do it? Um... Like I, like, I remember when I was 18, and I think I spoke about this before, I applied to be a police officer, and I didn't get in, because my application would have been terrible, because I didn't yeah. have a lot of life experience in it. I just wouldn't have known how to answer questions to... I wouldn't have had. I wouldn't have been able to fit my answers to the questions either, because yeah. I just didn't have that capacity. Um, but that was 18, and it was more or less about seven years later, I actually ended up joining and starting off, and I like, went... Uh, the idea had fallen out of my head but then when it actually come to applying I put a lot of work into doing it and it felt like a good decision and people I know that are in the job and out of the job are like I think you're going to be good at that so mm. so maybe to some extent it was kind of you know I'm what? not I'm not looking at resigning anytime soon so I must still be enjoying it to some extent what what drove you to apply then uh life I was doing a job that I was getting a bit sick of I had a boss we had well as a company we had bosses that took over, came in and was and when they were trying to give this happy dappy sort of introduction meeting to themselves they were like if you know if people don't want to be here they should leave mm. and I was like yeah fuck this yeah honestly, cool. honestly it was like that much I was like you know what yeah I'm sort of sick of this shit I'm sick of the political nonsense they were spouting it wasn't actually political but you know what I mean yeah, when, yeah, when yeah. someone asks them a question and they just blow on about something internal politics yeah they, they're yeah. not answering a question they're answering their question yeah so I'm just like nah fuck this shit so um, yeah that was that was how it kind of started but I was kind of newly married um, was yeah I think my, I mean by the time I actually joined I had my little my little boy was on the way he was mm. still in the oven but I just thought like it was that thing of just going like what do I want to do as a career and I didn't mind my job and I didn't mind like I worked in kind of editing I didn't hate what I was doing, but and I was to be fair, I was looking at other jobs within that kind of that field. Wait, you worked in editing? I worked. I was an I was an editor for a project management training company, so I used to edit the courses and stuff. And what the fuck am I editing this in? Because uh, this is not. I was doing like <laughs> more media-ish and like text. Oh, this is beneath text you. Text and graphic. Well, it's not. I just. But that was what I, I knew how to do. That I wouldn't have a fucking clue where to start with shite. That's all right. Listeners know I've no fucking idea. This either. is true. This is true. But um, yeah, like speak about happiness at work. It just got to. It was that thing. Well, I wasn't really happy at work. I got sick. I, ugh, 
we had a lot of staff turnover it was quite mm. high so I was a bit like Ugh, don't really like some of the people I work with now I felt like really good people were replaced with very average people yeah um, like I say nine to five I hated it it just it just didn't ever feel right and I, I, I remember just thinking like this this is not for me yeah no this no, getting I've up always been the same and doing that kind of commute as part of the rat race I was like, this ain't for me man um, so did just, you did you join because you wanted to make a difference was there some sort of altruistic thing of like I want to be able to enforce change from I remember when within. I done my response driving course they were like everyone joins the police to um, help people and drive fast and <laughs> as much as I laughed I was like there's probably an element of truth to that mm. I don't think everyone does there's still plenty of idiots that join unfortunately but um, I don't think it was to make a difference I just thought like I yeah there was definitely that element of wanting to help people Ugh, it sounds so cheesy I would have wanted to help I would have, like, but I don't think I was sitting there thinking oh I want to make a difference like yeah. I'm, that's a bit getting above your pay station that's getting, that's getting in, you're thinking a bit too much of yourself if you think Oh, I want to make a difference. Not really. I think it is. No, because if you think that you want, actually want to make a difference and you can influence from the inside, as it were, I think it's a big. Even if, even in a small way, that's not a one-person thing, though. I think, and like, I, I never. It's not like going back to when I joined. The police weren't as hated as they are now, because mm-hmm. we're talking about you know going on ten years ago now. So it was. Yes, I'm sure the police, and in many yeah. communities, have never been popular. But in my community, like I never had run-ins with the police. I never had issues, so yeah. I didn't really feel like it. that. That yeah, to be brutally honest, that weren't why. It was just I thought, oh, it's a career. I'll probably be quite good at it. it. It's it's weird to think I couldn't look back and it's probably not what I expected it to be. It's not gone how yeah. I'd have expected. But at the same time, like I don't really remember what my expectation levels would have been as such. But I still enjoy it. Yeah, um, I'm quite happy doing what I do now and. Like I say, I think the one good thing about my job is that if and when I've had enough of kind of being on the public order team, there's still other areas that I could go into that would be completely different. So it That's is true, almost yeah. like then starting a new job or doing something completely different. It's, yeah. it, you know, there's so many different areas of policing anyway. So I guess, again, that's why I'm quite fortunate. You can, I can proper rejuvenate my job if... if uh, if I need to you can but Doctor Who the shit out of it and just oh, yeah. come back not like I've ever watched Doctor Who but yeah Simon's a nerd <laughs> but yeah so but yeah, but yeah like the that. long and short of it is I think yeah it's alright I like my job clearly <laughs> I think I'm honestly I must and, and the, the, I see one thing that's quite funny in police is like there's, there's so much moaning that goes on hmm. and there are still people that will kind of like and even I kind of get it now it's like why do we do it we're never used to it like, this, is, this is stupid but you know I still go in every day yeah I still have a, I do gym like I say I do generally enjoy it I just know there's and I think it's probably the same with any job there's going to be little things that sometimes annoy you and, and bug you but yeah, yeah. it's alright what about you would you right what do you do Simon would you class yourself as a doorman first or as a teacher first no I'm a karate instructor ooh so I, I do the door uh, here where we're where we're recording um, oh you've told everyone where we are now they're gonna, we're going to have cues out here because they want to see us and touch us <laughs> well if we have cues out here then I've got to be the one at the front telling everyone they can't come and in they, and they'll be touching you going oh is that are you real oh, are you I've a real that man that's, that's one of the problems what? on the doors when you're on the, when you're on the front we had cues right out the road you know I think 
just before COVID and just after COVID as well, massive queues. And the amount of people that have come in and just be like, oh, can I not get in? And we've got no room. We're, it's a small venue. Yeah. So when you're at capacity, you're at capacity. Mm. And it's just like the amount of people who come in and, you know. Expect. Yeah, just rubbing themselves up against you. Can I get in? It's like, no. Uh -huh. You do realise I'm a grumpy old man. It's, that is not going to work. <laughs> so, But no, I'm, uh, I'm a karate instructor, first and foremost. I, I'm only, like I say, I'm only on the door to sort of, well, help out house and... I like it here. It's quite sociable mm. being being on the door, but yeah. it's my level of social where I can say hello to people and yeah. then they can fuck off inside and join the, enjoy the rest of their night and I can sit, stand out the front and not talk to anyone. It's funny because we say about that as well when you say about being a grumpy old man. I think the amount of times I've stood at, like, at Wembley when mm. there's cup finals and stuff going on and you honestly, man, we play like Wembley bingo with the comments you're going to get of people. So it's always the lot we pay for your acts cheer up you're in overtime all that fucking yeah. nonsense and that's the thing I probably would stand there with a the moodiest grumpy yeah. I hate everyone and life face but secretly inside I'm like oh, it's weird oh, most you, know, of you have to accept that with any job I suppose don't you it is what it is but most of the time if I'm on the door as much as I might have a grumpy face it's you can't have a happy bouncer can you yeah well not really a happy bouncer come on bouncer. in let me see your ID you're underage but that's okay <laughs> another jingle <laughs> Smash no. them out, man. No, what I'm saying is is that you, you can't... It's not that everyone has to be scared of you, but they sort of have to know... What you're there for. Yeah, well, what the deal it? is. Yeah, it's like, all right, don't, don't fuck about mm. because I will throw you out yeah. happily. But it's, it's funny to think about that moody stuff as well. I remember we had to... Uh, we were pacing Millwall Cholton a couple of nights ago. It's only a friendly... But it went a bit wrong afterwards and a yeah. bit, of, bit of ag. And uh, again, I mean, I would have had my moody face on then because of what was going on. But we were at London Bridge and there was this little kid that got that was crying because mm. of just clearly what was going on. He was with his brother. And uh, how quickly I switched from being grumpy, moody, to essentially fighting yeah. football fans oh. uh, to... Oh, that's right, mate. Like, don't worry. Yeah, he, he was <laughs> like, he, he was what you like, and I was like, oh, no, you, no, you're fine. Don't worry. Like, as long as you're not looking for trouble, you're not, you know, I think it's gonna be fine. Yeah. And just being all nice, and I was joking about his brother uh, getting him some food and or not good food on the way. Yeah, yeah. And just shit like that. And then genuinely, about twenty seconds later, again, it was it was booting off a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so it was very just like, right, that's that mask, and back to this yeah, mask, and, and then oh no, yeah. get that mask off because it's a small chart. So yeah, it's quite. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Like, I definitely, I can definitely do the moody at work, and we definitely all moan as cops, but it's not, it's not all bad. I enjoy it. Yeah, I like I say, I, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind. I, I stand out there and let people in or turf them away or know you're too drunk. Yeah. But my actual job, I've wanted to do that since I was thirteen. Are you happy doing it? Oh, I love my job. Does it feel rewarding when you're doing it every day at work? Every day at work, do you feel like? Uh, does does it feel rewarding? Does it feel like what would you get out of that? It's it's uh... <laughs> punching kids in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so yeah. strong. I love it. <laughs> no. Stay down. <laughs> no, we're not allowed to do that anymore. Stay down, <clears throat> Robert. <laughs> Robert. Anyway. Um, yeah, Robert. No, it's the, it's it's sort of. I suppose it's it's a longer term goal because it's that 
seeing that kid get their next belt and how happy they are right or seeing them progress or even the little things like when they can't get a certain bit of the karate that, that we're teaching them and yeah. then all of a sudden so it clicks kick them with out them. and you're like yes now i feel better that i don't have to see that <laughs> idiot anymore <laughs> no when they actually get it and oh, then they're happier with it that, or right. if they're upset and then you've you've made them happy by just basically being a massive child in the class very good which very good. you know yeah like i say i've wanted to do it since i was 13. so Oh, what did I want to do at 13? What was I? Eat. <laughs> I was eating. I didn't want to do it. I was. It was fine. It was great. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would have wanted to do. Well, yeah, I can't. Like, I think as any kid, like, I grew up thinking I want to play football. Like, not any kid, but mm. like, I was a football playing kid. I clearly knew at 13 I was not going to be that kid. But, yeah. Yeah, like, do you know what, actually? I've spoken, and, and you can, you're going to hate this as well. And I, I never really looked at it as a job, but I, I did get paid to play football for a little while. Here and that was, no, but that was proper one of those, like, that was a bit of a dream come true. So when you think, and that's why I always think when you look at footballers, and, yeah. and I actually, it is a job, and I think that's why sometimes it can be quite stressful and they can be quite moody, because it is their job ultimately. But at the same time, they are probably quite happy doing it and stuff yeah uh yeah you're do, doing your you, like you're doing your hobby and how that is obviously quite fun but also can still be a bit of a stressful job i imagine it's, and there's pressures that come with being a not even just a footballer yeah. i guess any any athlete well i made I, yeah i made my hobby my job yeah that is which going to be good but also stressful it's good and it's bad see i then had to try and then go and find a hobby but then i threw myself into cricket as well which i've spoken about before cricket nerd to the point where you know i, I nearly ended up being chairman of the whole club because yeah. i again i turned my hobby into a job yeah so but going back to it i don't think i've ever asked you what <gasps> what level did you play football at Oh, it we, was, I take the piss that you keep mentioning football. Oh, it was not that incredible. It weren't like I weren't professional, but like I say, I got to play in the FA Cup. So it's like semi-pro, but not. Who did you play for? I played at Thamesmead. Okay. Yeah, I had I'd, <laughs> I went to so Dart. It was Dartford. We were in a conference. I think they were in a conference south when I was there, but I wasn't good enough to get in the first team. Oh, okay. But and I had like I had trials at Charlton when I was a kid. And we again, I joke about this. There's a girl I know who uh, has co- well, basically worked at football clubs. So she used to always take the piss about any anyone, any kid that played football in the south. If you didn't have a trial at Charlton, then you were shit. <laughs> you were really yeah, terrible because they just swept up everyone. Like certainly from my area, but um, yeah, it was. I mean, it's it's really. I had a bad knee injury when I was 20, 25, 26. I ruptured my cruciate, ruptured my ACL. Playing. Yep, mm. um, and I was better when I came back from that. <clears throat> More, I think, because I was just aware of keeping the football better rather than thinking I can give it away and then charging someone and get it back. I was like, I don't. it was kind of developing that trust back in my knee as well. But I'd always been quite a tough tackling midfielder. Yeah, and then not that I become some suddenly overnight cultured player, but I was a lot more aware of. Um, I'm I'm better off keeping this than having to go and. So you had to use your skills more. Yeah, than, and it just made, and it did make pace. it better. And the one thing I found when I played football was then the higher I went, because I and like I say I played at a high level after I done that. It's actually you get more time and there is less of that 
charging around kicking seven shits out of each other like you yeah. do maybe on a park on a Sunday but yeah, yeah it's alright alright like I say played in the FA Cup we played played in the FA bars I think it is oh, okay. we've done alright in that but Ooh. then police work got in the way and I gave up pretty mm-hmm. much you still play now don't you I play for my work team I might have a kick around with mates but yeah my, my I'm just never available which sucks well, you f- you phoned me the other day. No, I phoned but you the other day. The dream is I got paid to do it once, and <clears> I'm so satisfied by that. Well, I think that's the thing, isn't it? I was g- just quickly. You did. I did phone you the other day, and you were playing football against your son. Uh, Elijah. The, yeah, the competitive streak is definitely still there because you were schooling him. You're like, I'm not letting him beat me. Was that might have been a day that it pissed me off though? Oh, okay. <laughs> like I'm willing. Like, and to be fair, he he always is. He always literally be like, I'm better than you, and it's like, well, you're not. So, how do you want this game to go? Yeah. And they'll be like, can you go, can you go medium? So, oh, I can't do that with my kids, because my, my youngest has started that. He goes, no, I, I, I reckon I could definitely beat you up. Buddy. How old's your youngest, though? Nine. See, Elijah's still, at seven, he's, he still kind of feels too small for me to be, like, proper showing him. <laughs> yes, but my job is punching and kicking. Yeah. I definitely can't be doing that with yeah. my youngest. Well, you know, I've got to learn. Everyone's got to grow up sometime. <laughs> mm, yeah, you haven't met his mum. She kicked the shit out of me. Oh, very good. Do you? So, like, what is your what is your dream job? Do you feel like you kind Quite of instructor. do? See, I've always kind of thought like, this. Is what I thought about, like, and as much as I've, like I said just now about football and how that probably on paper would have been my dream. It's really odd to think like, is it though? Because I've stumbled into like not stumble, but essentially end up doing what I do now. Mm. I, and it, again, it's really cliche thing that I remember people would say when I when I joined myself. It's like you never have no two days are the same. You're never doing. I'm never no. doing exactly the same thing two days in a row or very very. In fact, no, it is never because even if I'm like on Friday, I'm back in and I've got to go and do a search somewhere. Even if I was doing that search, even if it was the same line of route, and you you, you kind of still it's got you've got to treat it differently because yeah. otherwise you're going to miss things and. It's just, it's just, yeah. I'm like, it, no football shifts, no two football shifts are the same. Yes, there can be similarities. Yes, there can be kind of the quiet days and whatnot. But yeah, literally, I, I have a job that is never, never the same. But do you think that's because it's, it's, it's people based? So you're seeing different people yeah. each time. So even if you're doing, say, you're doing West Ham Chelsea next week, yeah, it'll be. Thankfully, I'm not. Yeah, but my, it, let's say, for example, it's at a different ground. The you've got is, different people turning up, you or do you're and, at a you different section of the ground. Because, again, because of my role, you're you're kind of trying to follow the risk supporters, and the risk supporters don't really change. You okay. get you get the kind of the ugh, not renter mobs, but you get those people that kind of just becomes a spontaneous disorder. Mm. But again, yeah, if that happens. We need to try and get there or deal with it. But is there still much of that going on? Like you know, oh, with, yeah, like with the ICF and, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's like quite that. bad. Even up, even up north. I remember seeing there was a video on Instagram of uh, Wigan and Bolton. I think mm. kick it off. There's a few places you see it. It, it still goes on. Yeah. Um, and it was especially the first year back after COVID. It was it was bad. Like it was bad. Every every week we were just dealing with shit. Yeah. Um. And it sort of settled down a little bit, but yeah, and especially like London clubs are pretty, pretty shit. Yeah, really, not all of them, but yeah, yeah. Strange, isn't it? You sort of think that would that. Look, I suppose it's not in the papers as much now with like firms and stuff like eighties and nineties. Yeah. it was rife, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll, I'll say a lot. There is still a lot of um, spontaneous crap that goes on, just mm. where 
I mean, the, the pre there is still pre-planned, but yeah, some of the spontaneous stuff, and you still see. I guess one thing that, from a policing point of view, we do quite well with that now is there's banning orders and stuff, and yeah, you know, when you recognise the faces, and even I've seen it from. I won't name clubs because I don't. Not that. Not that it really matters because let's be honest, we haven't got that huge a listenership, but. <laughs> Yeah, from policing games last year, even I see faces that I recognise, and you know I've only been on the the public order stuff for come well, not even two years yet. So yeah. the fact that even I can go, oh I know you, oh, I yeah. remember you, oh I've got your, I spoke to you like like it's it's yeah it is roughly the same faces, but even then because of the fact that you know just for example like we said about Chelsea and West Ham, West Ham aren't at home every single week; they're no. not playing. Uh, you know, a high risk opponent every week. So you you don't you don't do that every week. Yeah. There'll be yeah. other clubs that you end up following, other London clubs, so that's what I mean, yeah, it's always it's always a bit different. But no, yeah. yeah. Happiness at work. Oh I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. Oh, I'm definitely lucky. Yeah. But do you actually think that? Because I have actively thought yeah. before, like, oh I'm really lucky that I Yeah. Don't hate what I do, that I do get to go in and do what I do and, and yeah. The only okay, so the only regret with my career is the fact that at the time of when I was fighting, mm. UFC MMA mm-hmm. had only just started, and we're talking about they were still walking in with your karate suit guy yeah. against a boxer. Bo- yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think I remember. I can't remember. It was one person fought with one boxing glove on, and the oh, other hand was the, yeah. It was yeah. proper. You know, village. <laughs> when you look back now, you're like, oh, "What the fuck?" Yeah, is this? yeah. And you had all the Gracies. In a, in a ring as well, not an octagon. Yeah. Yeah, and you had the Gracies were bossing everything because yeah. no one had seen jujitsu before, yeah. and they were just taking everyone down and winning. And I remember at the time talking to my instructor, Shian, and saying, "You know, is this a thing?" He goes, "No, it's a flash in a pan. It will never last. It will never work." And I'm like, oh. and I must have been early twenties. And you're thinking, and I'm thinking, I could, and there was never any money in fighting. Yeah, I fought kickboxing. You know, right. fought in the ring and and everything else. Oh, you're and Never got paid for it. Yeah. So as much as we do our own, we do our own things and our own championships, mm. and you can, you know, on technicalities, you'd say, okay, this for us, this person's British champion or yeah. whatever it is that you could put whatever title to me. Mm. But I never got paid for it. It was in really? some spit and sawdust underneath uh, King yeah. Alfred Sports Centre in Brighton, <laughs> and it was. You know, no changing rooms. You walked out. I fought twice in one day just because there wasn't a yeah, it wasn't another opponent. Jesus it was one of them. Um, but and then even when I went into, I did refereeing for a bit. It's what Colin McGregor does nowadays. You know, it's exactly that. Just <laughs> easy. Doesn't get paid. He goes into a club in Brighton and has to have two fights. I mean, how that man puts money on his food on the kids' table. You know, it's yeah, it's, well, un- it's unbelievable. Don't know how he does it. Yeah, well, my ha. my opinion on McGregor. Oh, but yeah, that's not going to yeah. um, did we, did we, but uh, yeah that, I mean that, that's the only thing about about what could have been mm. if I'd actually taken like if I'd taken the lead myself more than actually listened to my instructor and gone no I reckon there's something here right. and I'm going to go fight or I'm going to yeah. travel the country but yeah. it was literally it was a choice between you can go travel the country and fight yeah. you ain't getting paid or you can go teach and you're going to get paid and it's like mm. well I need money so yeah, it's but I love my job because, like I say, every class is different. Yeah. You're not even going to get the same kids uh, in the class because as much as you might have 20, 25 on the register, yeah. they don't all turn not up every not. week. You've always got someone missing. Yeah. So 
there's that's that. The way you and knocked them out the week before. Still, yeah, still exactly. Concussed. Well, yeah, yeah. Little Chess is still concussed, unfortunately. Yeah, still, you know, punching <laughs> kids and stuff. Luckily, I get away with it, so it's all right. Um, we haven't even dated this one. I was just thought, if anyone does actually care, it's between the 19th and 25th of September. Hmm. Do you think... Um, so, I mean, we, we kind of touch on, on, on this in a lot of our podcasts we've done. Do you think this is a worthwhile one? I know, I mean, that sounds like the end of it, but it's not, but... I think it's a, I think it's a quite a worthwhile one because I think there's so many people who are unhappy in their job. Yeah. And again, again, let's play solve nothing bingo. But we hate to bring him up. Go on. Pip's the one that always says, "Why does this country always have that thing where you have to be miserable at work?" Yeah. Why I think can't he mention you mention that on one of his last podcasts? Actually. Yeah. Why, yeah. Why, why can't you enjoy going to work? Yeah. Or oh, he's he's touched on that again with that um, because of the money streamers get. And the fact that there's podcasters, not podcast, well, podcasters, um, yeah, Twitchers, YouTubers that yeah. are now <clears throat> earning, you know, a fortune, yeah, from playing games and and, yeah. and you know, or talking like we are now, and you just think like, and people look at it and go, oh, it's not jobs, what? Because mm. like you say, because you're not miserable at work. But I had that <laughs> when I when I first started teaching. I started teaching when I was uh, fifteen. Mm. Um, so I passed my black belt on a Sunday and by the mm-hmm. Sunday evening one of my other instructor friends had phoned me up and said do you want to do you want to start teaching mm. and on the Monday so literally the day after I was teaching yeah um, and it's always been a, a case uh, mainly my mum's side of the family my mum as well yeah um, my first wife's family was when are you going to get a real job hey, hey friends <laughs> So we're, we're recording in Sequoia little, again. Yeah. That's hello, that's hello little, Sequoia Lounge. Hassan's actually here somewhere. So uh, yeah, he's someone who enjoys his job. Yeah, man. He it's loves it, his job. It. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's. Do you know what though? And that, that, that's kind of why I, I, I said that to you as well. About do you think it's a worthwhile thing? Because I, I do. I feel like it's a worthwhile thing. It reminds you of if you're not happy doing what you're doing, don't yeah. fucking do it. And like I say that from somebody who. When I was in my old job, and I've said about all these things of how many times I sat there and been like, this ain't for me. Um, and it was quite, it was probably only a, a lot, well, I don't know what, at what point or how long it went on for, that I was like, this ain't for me, mm. I'm gonna start looking to do something else. Because I imagine initially I would've thought it and just carried on. Because especially when I, when I first joined the police, I took a pay cut. Yeah. I took a pay cut. Um, I'd lost, yeah, lost certain kind of, like, I'd had a travel card that I had to then pay back at my old job, and, like, just things like that. And I just, but I just thought, like, I don't want to, and as I say, that's why that, that comment from um, this old fucking owner of the company will always stick with me. Just when he was like, if you don't want to be it, don't be it. And I was like, yeah. and, it, and I know he wasn't saying it quite like, literally, but I just was like, no, fuck, you're right, yeah. fuck this. And it's a, such a mad thing that I think, I, like, how many people like we say oh just every day just like waking up at, you know seven eight o'clock dragging themselves to the train station going into their work yeah and i know i know it's not as easy as just going fuck this i'm out i'm gonna do something else but also it kind of is that easy like, well, i've actually done that yeah so when after i got ill and yeah. was coming back from it the the karate business had sort of tanked a little bit We'd had a good few years where, you know, before the recession in 2009 and everything, and then that all hit. Yeah. And then I think it was 2013, something like that, I was, you know, I was getting married and then, 
men I was pregnant with Sammy and all the oh. rest of it. And it was like, okay, the cry is, it's not not paying the bills, but it's not getting us where we want to be. So I went and got another job. Yeah. And I worked on a building site. So I'm working on building sites and I think every building site I've ever been on, mainly because I've got that backup of the karate, is like, yeah. I can just go teaching. I don't need this. This is extra. Mm. This is trying to get me a little, just trying to get me a little boost yeah. as to where we wanted to be, you know, buy houses and stuff for, yeah. for the baby and all the yeah, rest of it. So. Um, and so it was a case of on the building sites, if, if someone said, you've got to do this or you've got to do that and I didn't want to do it, I'd be like, no. No, no thank you, sir. I had, <laughs> see, so I was employed as a labourer. Right. But because I... you were such a big, strong boy. No. But, but because I was able to do other stuff, like I had a painting and decorating qualification and all the rest of it. Yeah. So I basically ended up what's called a snagman. So someone goes around the houses. Snagman. Snagman, yeah. So they snag the house, which is you go around and you see what's wrong with the house before okay. it gets sold. And then someone okay. goes around and does right. the little, tiny little bits of touch-up paint. The snagman. Yeah, the snagman oh, does the odd jobs. So I ended up doing that. And I said, you're paying me a labourer's wage, and yet I'm doing a snagman's job. Oh, that's outrageous. I know. And so my boss was like, yeah, fuck all you can do about it. So I threw my radio at him and walked out. I was like, mm, fuck you then. Cause, because I, if you're not going to pay me what I'm worth, bollocks. Yeah. Why am I staying here? Yeah. This, this is extra. And you're, you're literally taking the piss. I, yeah. But well, I, I know people feel trapped by their jobs. So the amount it. of aggression that because was on a building site. Yeah. Have, yeah. Like brickies, for example. Yeah. If, brickies get, get paid a decent amount. But if yeah. it's raining or frosty or anything... Fuck. They're fucked. They can't yeah. work because you can't lay bricks in, in sure, that weather. Well, it does make me think, and like I can't. I'm not saying this in any intentional way that I've always been like, if I'm not enjoying it, I'm not gonna do it anymore. But like, it does go. Like my my first proper job, I was doing window cleaning. Yeah. And it was like a company, and I, again, I think I mentioned this in one of our early podcasts. So it's bad that I'm repeating it. What six episodes in? <laughs> however many we are in. But like, um, I wasn't very good at it. Yeah. Like, they they. Fair play to this company, I can't remember the name for them, but they had quite high standards and I just wasn't meeting it. And I was like, and I remember, I was like, this is, again, I, like, I hate this. This is not what I want to be doing. But is it partially because so you, you stopped? <laughs> but is it partially because you still needed a ladder just to get to the first, the, even, the, even the ground floor? <sighs> Mate, windows? I don't know, because to be fair, then I just went crying to my stepdad and I was like, hi, I've proper washed over what you just said, you piece of shit. <laughs> but no, no, it's like, help. <laughs> fucking idiot I but no genuinely I was yeah. doing that I done it. I think I genuinely done it for a month and I was like oh fuck this I spoke to my stepdad I was like please mm. can you just give me a job doing anything because I don't want to do this and it was kind of like yeah we can still be fine you can work in like the warehouse where he owned a plumbing, he owned a plumbing company so like, mm. you can work in a warehouse and um and the funny thing is I still remember texting like my boss saying um look, I'm, you know I hope I'm not letting you down but uh I don't think this is for me. And then his reply was very much like, yeah, okay, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah like, thanks. He agreed, and it's just, that's what I mean. Like, I've always been like, quiet. If I'm not enjoying it, get out. Yeah. And I was the same as when I worked for Mustard Death Plumbing Company. Like, it got to that point where it's like, this isn't, it's just, it's not what you want to be doing. It's not what I wanted to be doing. No. It was in my, what, yeah, late teens, early 20s. And it's like, I don't want to be doing this. It's not for me. So, yeah, left there, which with hindsight as well, when I like, it's mad to think I left there and didn't have anything lined up. Mm. And so for two months, maxed out my credit card, and then thankfully I got a job 
Yeah. <laughs> Just as if yeah. probably would have got to a bit Just more. in time. I have no money and I'm in <laughs> debt. I've got a job. Yeah. And that was then, like I say, working for that company. Uh, I can't think what it was even called when I started. ESI. It was called, it was called ESI oh, okay. International. And I was just working. And initially when I started there, I was just doing like really basic, packing up the courses, sending them out. But I just enjoyed it. Enjoyed my, I had a really good boss. Um, I had like really good people that I worked with. Mm. So it was just, it was just, again, it was quite fun. I was quite young. I was earning all right money for that age. And yeah, it was, it was all good. And then, like I say, I was there for five, going on six years. Mm. And that was when it got to that bit where I was like, no, nah, it's not for me anymore. So I left. And it was just like, I've always been quiet. And it's definitely not, it's, I don't think I deserve, it's not been an intentional thing where I'm like, right, you're not enjoying this, you need to move. Yeah. Because I've had a similar thing in, in policing, like where I know when I, like, when I first started and I was working just on a hub and just the same four walls basically every day. Mm-hmm. And eventually I was getting bored of that. And then the opportunity come to go into response. So I applied and got, thankfully got it. And then, uh, and yeah, even that, like, we won't go into it, but I had to leave my response position eventually. But I'd been doing that for three and a half years, and it was only then when I moved, I was like, wow, I was getting stagnant there. And, and, yeah. I, and it was with hindsight, I look back, and I was like, yeah, I was moaning all the time, and like, yeah, I probably, I wasn't enjoying it. So and that's the only time I probably had to kick up the backside to go, but everything else, I've done, everywhere else I've been, everything else I've done has been quite self-motivated of going, I don't really want to do this, like, I'm going to do something else. Have you had that attitude since you were a kid? The reason I ask is because my, my dad had a paper shop. Yeah. When when did I was. Did it blow young. away, or did he staple it to the floor because it was made of paper? Oh, I'm so funny. It's inc- that is incredible. Honestly, I know. Sorry, can't hear. Everyone at home is absolutely wetting themselves. They're like that. Leon, what's he doing here? He should be in Edinburgh. What a guy. Go on. I wish you were in Edinburgh. So his paper shop's not blown away. No, it didn't it was blow a away. Newspaper shop. But the fact is, is I worked in there since I was like seven or eight. Mm. So, I from a very early age, I had that that desire to work for myself because yeah. I saw what Dad was doing. Yeah. Um, I never really wanted, like you saying, you know, I can't do a nine to five. I, I mm. sort of wonder where whether it's inbuilt into you because I'm sure there's people who do nine to five jobs who still love their jobs. Yeah, of course, man. There must be. Look, I, I do think so. I do. It's not for me, and it's not for no. you. But yeah, yeah. I've, I've, listen, shift work isn't for everyone. Like I know, oh, yeah. I've seen police officers that are like, oh, I can't fucking hate shit. And so, yeah. I, but I've always just been all right of it. And yes, of course, I don't finish when I used to be on response and used to do loads of night shifts. I was never be really like, oh yeah, come on <laughs> nights. But like I know there's other people that would struggle. Yeah. Because they're not good for you. They're not. It's not healthy to be up <laughs> at no. four in the morning working and having to actually potentially concentrate and deal with stuff. But. It's just this way it is. That's it. It's just yeah. the acceptance of it. Yeah. You know. Maybe I shouldn't have accepted it. Maybe I should have kicked up more. But nah, it was alright. So, uh, I am. Sh- oh, I feel so sorry for. I'm just thinking back to now, my skipper that I had at Stockwell and how much a pain in the arse with him that I was. And well, what did you do? I was just, I was just argumentative. Oh, okay. And just, and that is. But again, it's with high now with that hindsight because that's the only post I've been on in police and where I've being brutally honest probably almost outstayed my welcome where yeah. I'm, I'm I'm clearly like again hindsight 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 I was I was getting quite pissed off and bored of it but I wasn't actually doing anything about it yeah so who's to blame for that I would say it's just my fault really but yeah yeah 
Yeah. Sometimes you need those pushes, though, don't you, to, to make you realise. So what's your, your job career? You've mentioned all these things. I've said, like, mine was window cleaning. I've done, done a summer job, but we won't go into that. But that sounded weird, like it was something sexy, and it wasn't. Yeah. I was installing whiteboards, interactive whiteboards. But other than that... Yeah, that's not sexy. Window cleaning, works in a warehouse, done <clears> some <throat> logistics, which then led to me becoming an editor. God, go on, that boy. Go invented on. My, I actually invented my job title and everything. It's incredible. That was how settled in that company I got. You invented then, your job title? Yeah, because there wasn't a role. And then I was like, we, we need... Uh, <laughs> to my boss. It's on my team. It was only like me and him. Yeah. And it was just eventually gets to this point where it's like, listen, we're too busy. We need someone else to do the logistics side of things mm. because I'm because I'd he had started letting me edit stuff and all this blast so it was like yeah we need someone else to do that so literally got a job role that was that person was in doing logistics and I was very then I was just office and doing all the all the editing bits unbelievable and it was funny Amazing because I made shout. I had we, we discussed job titles and I come up with it like I can't remember what it, I genuinely it was editing and production or something and, uh, and then he also changed his job title to like editing and production director or something. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Tenerife, you've been to Levenerife, yeah. I see. But no, I did, but it, yeah, that was, it's quite funny to think I've done that. But I was doing, listen, I was doing right at that company, to be fair. So yeah, but that was it. Yeah, done that. And then, and now police him. Yeah. What's, what's your career path? Start when I was about eight, uh, working in my dad's shop, like I said. So yeah. mark up the papers or just basically serve. I remember, so bear in mind, it's the 80s. Hmm. I remember I must have been eight or nine and I served someone some cigarettes. I was trying to serve someone some cigarettes. She's come in and she said, you know, 20 B&H or whatever it yeah. was. And I started to serve her. And she goes, you're not allowed to serve. You're under 16. It was 16 at the time for, right. to buy fags. Yeah. And I remember the Saturday girl, I think her name was Nadia. That's not important. She looks at me and she goes, go get your dad. Dad was upstairs in the pub having his lunch. Go get your dad. Go get your old man. So I went upstairs and got dad, who was fucking livid that I'd interrupted his lunch. He went, what? I said, there's a woman downstairs. She's complaining that I'm serving her cigarettes. He goes, fuck's sake. Goes downstairs. And I don't know why this sticks in my mind so much. But he goes, do you want your cigarettes? She goes, yes, but he's, he's under 16. He goes, it's 16 to buy them, not to sell them. And it's my shop. And whoever I say sells the cigarettes, sells cigarettes. You either want them or fuck off. And she went, oh, so she left. <laughs> no, she took, she obviously had the cigarettes. I'll take my business elsewhere. But it meant that from that, I sort of realised, okay, if you work for yourself, mm. you set the rules. You're the one in charge. You're the one, you're, you're in control of your own destiny if you like yeah wow that got heavy yeah I'm in charge of my own destiny I didn't think it hey, it's, Tally ho. It, it's looking back I that, Simon I James that. will make it <laughs> you're at all or die trying anyway uh, I think 15 16 I did work experience at Worthing Hospital Ooh. in the records that's weird I don't know why it wouldn't, was it wouldn't was put you weird. in hospital you wouldn't put me in a hospital? Yeah, I could if I wanted to, but you, no. You okay, I wouldn't okay. put you working. Oh, I fucking could. You could. Uh, <laughs> absolute nails. No. Uh, you worked in a hospital? Yeah, that's just... I worked odd. in the records bit, yeah. So, but it's interesting because you get to see everyone's records and everything. So you'd sit there. I was supposed to be filing them. You just sit there reading reading through... Just being nosy. People's, yeah, just being a nosy freak. <laughs> but that actually, that was supposed to be a two weeks work experience. Yeah. And they offered me a job. So I ended up with a Saturday job there. Decent. And from then, I think I went to McDonald's shit job and then after You've McDonald's done a lot, man. I've had a f fair few jobs yeah. I was a mushroom picker 
that feels not like a real job. It is a real job. You got the beds. You got to climb up on them. You got to cut the mushrooms, cut the stems the off, beds. chuck them in the punnets. Yeah, they're called beds where the mushrooms grow. Fucking hell! Go yeah. on. Um, and I then I listeners feel I'm falling asleep listening to this. And then, yeah, it is boring <laughs> as fuck. And then I worked at Lloyd's Bank Registrars. I thought you was gonna have like three jobs. You've had fucking tons. Oh, You're a job slut. Well, I was just I basically I was wasting time until I could actually be a karate instructor because you can't do that until you're 18 anyway. Right. So I worked at Lloyd's Bank registrars, registering probates and deaths and everything, and find out where everyone shares. Like another for, happy job. Yeah, exactly. Um, where I met my, met my first wife, actually. <laughs> uh, less said about that, the better. Jesus Christ! Um, I'm so sorry, everybody. And then, basically, so and then I was a karate instructor. Oh, good. So no, yeah, thank oh, God for that. Yeah, we actually got to there. Well. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm glad we got there. Well, I just feel like this day feels really corporate, and that's probably another reason why I don't like it. Because it just corporate feels how? like it's one. Because it just feels very like. I mean, when I when I went on this little website that we, well, when I done my minimal research as usual, and it just had like office people with like hats. I'm like, oh, fuck off. Just yeah, fuck off. Do you know what though? It's it's mad to think. So again, going back to my previous job when I was doing editing. And we were well looked after. That's probably why people were quite happy because mm. we we did get bonuses when when we were do when the company was doing well. We had like quarterly parties where mm. you you know you would not put your hand in your pocket. So that it's always those guess those little incentives with certain jobs, isn't there? That they'll they'll keep you happy by doing this or they'll keep you happy by giving that. Um, but so I can't entirely cope that company off. It's just at the end it was a shit show. But yeah, I just I just. Just sometimes, like, I don't like forced happiness. Like, it's a bit like, come on, look, look how happy we all are. And when I looked at the picture of this day, mm. it just, I just, it put this image in my head of just the company that they're like, oh, we love you guys mm. so much <laughs> yeah. that you can have some beers in the office because it's Friday. And I'm so, do you know what I mean? Like, that ain't, yeah. that ain't happiness. That's you can just wear the, your own clothes on yeah, Friday because that, we're That's the sort of shit that I had, Fun yeah. in this that's, office. That's what I, and like, I look back at things like that now and it's like, oh, fucking hell, wow. Big, yeah. big whoop, like, that, that's a bit of a piss poor incentive. Thankfully, yeah. I was quite happy in the company at the time, but, yeah, like, I just, But it's, I it feels like it's the bare minimum of... Uh, oh, we're going to throw you this little bone so that you stop moaning about how shit your yeah, job is. A week yeah. So basically, it just feels like it's going to be a week where they're like, oh, today you can, this week you can come in wearing what you want. And oh, oh, oh and I'll tell you what, on Friday you can go home at three o'clock as opposed to five. And you, like, when you're fucking Brackets, so long as you've shit, done all your fucking work well, yeah. and actually got it done. But when you're kind of just working in that environment and you'll be like, oh, this is great. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's really, but it's actually it's like, no, nah, man, like, that's a, it's a bigger picture to being happy yeah. at work. And it shouldn't be that, oh, well, I hate 300 days a week at that job, but some of them are all right, and then 15 of them are good, and I'm happy. So, like I said, where we're, where we're recording today is, is Sequoia, where where I do the door. But are I would they sponsoring say, us? Because you and mention them a lot. Actually, I yes, they are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> hey, Hass, give us some money. Um, but Hassan who owns it. Yes. I would say that. A lot of the time when I speak to him, mm. and I see him a lot, I see him every day. But, quite a lot. Yeah. He's stressed. Yeah. Because he's not only got this business, he's got other businesses and he, he works yeah. for himself. He's, yeah. You know, he's got other shisha places, he's got other business, nail salons, everything. Mm. But he's a trained lawyer. Mm-hmm. And he didn't, he trained as a lawyer, 
and then did had no intention of becoming a lawyer because he was like, this is not for me. Yeah. I can't do the nine to five, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And he's a people person. Yeah. So he started off basically where he'd have people around his house to have shisha and then someone sort of said to him, why don't you just do this as a job? You know, yeah. open somewhere. Anyway, he opened this place, et cetera, et cetera. But as much as he's stressed most of the time and he's mm. got a shitty meeting he's got to go to or he's got to try and organize this or there's some other business deal that needs doing or anything. Yeah. I, if, I think if you asked him, um, he wouldn't change it for the world. So do you think there is a job out there that you, I mean, we've both said that we're quite, let's be real, we're quite happy with what we do. Do you think there is a job out there that is like the perfect job? Or do you think even, we, we should settle on being happy at work because that is good. Per- perfect job for me personally or in general? Well, just like, is there, a, is there for anybody, is there, the, is there that perfect job where you, you have no stress? Like, I feel like, because I, even thinking about like YouTubers or mm. you know those people that create content, yeah, surely that starts off as just that little thing where you're like, I like doing this. A yeah. bit like us with this podcast, yeah. Fair, where it's like, you know what? Actually, I like doing this. I like our conversations. Like if this was to blow up and we didn't have to necessarily work, we'd be like, oh wow, this is really great because we're just like enjoying these conversations. But then I feel like that would come with its own stresses where we'd be like, right, we actually have to keep this fresh and we have to. Yeah. And so I'm just thinking like. Is there like that perfect job that doesn't have a stress? Cause you know what my definition of a perfect job would be? Go on. Is if you won the lottery, you'd still go back to work. Great. I like that. I really Which, like that. For that's me, very, really bad. That's really good. If point. I won the lottery tomorrow, yeah. I'd still go teaching. Do you know what? We spoke about this before. And, and actually, it's quite... And I remember... I don't know if I could give the same answer now, but I do remember once upon a time we said about if you won the lottery, would you still come to yeah. work at, at, as a police officer? And I remember there's a couple of people like, well, no, but also I could be a spe- they could become a special and then mm. you can come in when you want. You do the hours you want, you've still got the power. And yeah. it's like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's quite a... I don't yeah. know. At the time, I think I could be like, oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. Now... Don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'd probably look to do something else if I'm being brutally honest. Yeah, but yeah. I really, I think that's a really good. Um, but I think the really lot- good way of like almost looking at it, and summing it up a bit. The lottery win thing for me would basically mean that the things that I want to do with with the teaching, mm. like the self defence courses that I put on mm. for free and everything, it makes it less of a. I can either put more of them on, or yeah. I can make them bigger, or yeah. I can, I can actually afford to do the advertising for them as as much as I would actually want. Yeah. Um, Offering things like, uh, I don't know, you can go to certain areas and offer the classes much cheaper because I haven't got to earn a pound out of it. Yeah. So more people are actually available, are actually able. To get involved, yeah. I personally believe that everyone, that every school child should do some sort of self-defence. And that's not just because I'm a karate instructor sure, and I want to get paid. He said he wanted to at one point. And then, fo- and then the World Cup happened and he forgot about it because <laughs> football became yeah. life. But he was so he was really football. close to actually getting involved in it. Yeah, I'll be really happy for him too as well. But, we'll, but we'll, I think it, maybe for, when he's a bit older and I can tell him. Yeah, for, for self-defence things, I, I think it's more about confidence. Because like, mm. you, you look at my 19-year-old and she won't go up and ask for a straw in McDonald's because right. she's like anxious about it and yeah. everything else. Stick her in front of 50 people and tell her to teach them. Yeah. She's not got a problem with that at all. Yeah. She will stand up there and go, no, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. And why are you <laughs> pissing me off? <laughs> but ask her to go and do anything like normal, in inverted commas, normal. Mm. She she can't do it. But it gives her mm. that confidence in, in, in one aspect. Yeah. 
So I think winning the lottery would be a case of, right, okay, I can offer these things. I can offer the, the courses that I want to do and just and, and everything else I want to do with my job. I really I really like that as a summing. I feel like we mm. could ramble on more, but that is a very good almost point where it's like, yeah. Yeah. Are you happy at work? Maybe you need to leave and do something that you actually enjoy. If you want to do that, you should call 0800 good job times. It's probably too many numbers. Sorry to be a pedant. But genuinely, genuinely, what what I would say to anyone who is listening, um, which is probably no one now, but if you're (laughs) not happy in your job and there's something that you want to do that you think you could make a career out of it, Mm. do it. Start off small. I'm not saying everyone has to jack in their job tomorrow. Exactly that, yeah, yeah. Start off small like like we are with this. Yeah, man, 100%. Um, Because we're going to become millionaires. Yeah. (laughs) Not off the back of this shit. Exactly. Um, and also, yeah, self-promotion. If you want to become a karate instructor, just uh, message me and I'll give you a job. And if you want to sponsor us because you love our content, do that. Hey, if you want to sponsor us. And I will give you a cuddle. Can you offer that? Yeah, I'm a handsome boy. I can give cuddles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that is a statement that you can say, is it? I'm a handsome boy, so I can give cuddles. I mean, I've, do you I, said, all, I mean, do you walk down you the street do like that? I didn't say, give us a sponsorship and I will f- enforce a cuddle upon you. I Sounded said, like it. No, I clearly said, rewind it back, you prick. <laughs> I said, if you do the sponsorship, you can have a cuddle. Okay. So Not off me. Well, no, I'm the handsome one. <laughs> should, we, should we stop talking? I think it might be a good idea. Right, uh, if you want to follow and oh, share and like outro again let's and all gear up for this why do you cut oh. over these fucking outros you oh. prick I mean his head is rattled go on Simon like and share and follow and everything we've got Instagram uh, at solve nothing we've got Twitter Twitter not calling it X which is going to have which is going to be going mm. big time now because by the time you listen to this I'm going to be all over the Twitters fucking hell come on send us your jobs and whether you're happy as well oh I like that yeah, yeah. And tell also, us what you do for a living and tell us if you're actually happy. And send us biscuits. Okay. And biscuits. Love you. Bye! Bye!